just for today's show. Thank you, Mr. Benny. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, go to drpatlive.com. And actually, there's lots of information about one the event. Just click on the logo. Today, yep, he's in the house. Peter Kane is joining us here today. Self-soothing, a key to successful relationships with relationship expert Peter Kane joining us here today. So, and by the way, we've got uh, two copies of his book to give away, The Monogamy Challenge, which he's going to tell us about it today as we start to talk about some of these things. Peter, welcome to the show. It is great to have you here. Thank you, Pat. And we're giving our free session away today. All right. So tell everybody about what that looks like for them. That free session piece? Absolutely. Well, it, you know, counseling and or coaching, phone and or in person, my, right. my office being in Redmond, it's you lead, I follow. Um, but truthfully, probably one of my strengths is I follow strong. You know, we need s- support, framework, someone that helps us see what we're really trying to talk about. And yeah, But the sky is the limit, you know. It's, it's about all of life is relationships. Yeah. So... You know, sometimes it's name, rank, serial number, and then what's the main issue going on in your life? Yeah. And um, more importantly, it's the threads that tie all that together. Absolutely. I mean, I love that you said that because it is. It's relationships at work. It's relationships in your in your personal life. It's relationships with your family, all of that. So that, so I, let me just tell everybody because I want to open up the phone lines. We have two copies of the book, and we have a free half-hour session, did you say? Hour and 20. My hour, regular. Wow. That's my. A that's kind of my session. hardcore, you know, couples wow. and or individuals. Let's go a little deeper. Oh, that's sweet. I work sweet. in 50-minute sections, too, but okay. I don't. I. Oh, this is awesome for everybody out there. So, you know, what you're going to have to do is call in, and Peter's going to do, is able to do this over the phone as well. But you are going to have to call into the show, um, because, uh, the first person, I guess, that calls in for the session, you're going to be it. You're going to be able to get it. And then we have two copies of his book, of course. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Toll free here at the show. Just let Benny know what you would love. You can have that fabulous full session with Peter. For the relationship stuff that is ailing you. Just had this conversation here a couple of days ago. So don't have it with your friend. Have it with an expert. Self-soothing. Let's talk about that. What yeah. is it? That is well, such it's, a cool it's, term. Yeah, it's kind of the mystery glue that that holds things on track and is always an adjunct to the content we're working on. You know, self-soothing is self-comforting on an inner level, remembering to be present with yourself, learning to be present with yourself, interrupting behaviors of seeking soothing outside of ourselves in people, things, food, substances and learning to redirect that energy to be present with ourselves it's a little bit like saying absent of any core strong issue that's making us anxious and freaked out and dependent even in absence of those learning to be present with ourselves just naturally is healing because Mm. then if because then we're there yeah you know like you can't if you're not there you're missing things so if you're there you are holding your own hand in life. Mm. And this is really tough to do, especially if you're entrenched in a relationship that's causing you some angst. Like most of us. Well, well yeah. exactly. Yeah, I mean, that, I yeah, mean, I mean really that's an important like job that needs to be made. Exactly. And, and 
And um, another phrase that's kind of central to my work and my book and the theme here of self-soothing is standing on your own two feet. It is worth noting we weren't made like a tripod. Mm-hmm. You know, although when I go backpacking, I use trekking poles, so then I'm a quad. But, you know, we're not made to lean in a triangular formation for our truly intimate partnerships or our single life or our business life. Standing on our own two feet is part of intimacy. It's Intimacy is not, you know, dependency. That said, I'm not anti-dependency. I'm into, like, acknowledging, like, how rough this whole process we've been living for all these years is and how we all have dependency issues. I'm a people person. I'm a pleaser. I've I've gotten my butt kicked by dependency. Mm -hmm. And on the other hand, the more I remember to nurture myself on an inner level, the better all those other details work. Well, how, how does self-soothing help us when we're in relationships that are just not working, negative stuff? You know, and there are different things that can happen in different relationships, of course. Well, let's go, um, let's go to the extreme. You're in an okay. abusive relationship and you're, you know. Verbal, physical, it, whatever. You're, you're in something that, you know, in the extreme that the, the brighter minds watching on video might say that you should get out of. Self-soothing is your ability to comfort yourself should you lose it, should you have the strength to leave it. So in a good relationship, your fear of being on your own develops over time. By the way, you know, let's notice if, you know, we might be 30 or 50 years old, but if we've been doing something for a period of time, whether that's one year or five years or even longer, of course, we become expectant on that. And it's like the unknown of not having that becomes scary. So I just bounced around there from the bad relationship to the good. But in the bad relationship, you can only leave it to the degree degree you're going to be able to comfort yourself on the inner level. In the good relationship, in the good relationship, that abstract anticipated fear of loss if you don't feel that you are strong in the world and that could, you could comfort yourself and hold your own hand through that, then you will fear losing that good relationship too. And then that leads to a whole host of behaviors basically numbing out and withdrawing and pretending you don't need them. So when I, uh, when I work with you, and just like today for you folks out there, uh, we're giving away two copies of Peter's book, but also a full session with him to, to get some help you know, learn about self-soothing, but get some help in whatever relationship is bothering you. And, you know, the way to do that is toll-free, 1-800-930-2819. I mean, let's talk about what it means to, you know, to, to sit with you and get some insight. Because a lot of times we are so immersed in our own stuff. We just know that it just doesn't feel good. We don't really know where to begin, what to do. Um, or how to get to self, uh, to get to this place of self-soothing because we're in self-loathing a that, lot of the time. Yeah. Self-soothing is, by the way, the opposite of the inner critic. So that's, that's one component is how do we embrace, disarm, incorporate, resolve the inner critic and develop a more nurturing inner parent voice? Um, that broader part of your question is sort of like that abstract, how would I, you know, tune into the value of, 
you know, my presence as a counselor or a counselor's presence. You know, I feel kind of moved, and it's very clear in my book. My book is extremely transparent. You know, there's a lot. The original store, uh, title of my book was Chronicles of a Monogamous Man. Uh-huh. And I did, in the final version, the monogamy challenge, creating and keeping intimacy, I did take out some of my story and add more of other people's stories to it. But basically, it's about the the teaching through antidote, too, in that sense. Okay. And so how I feel about that, back to, like, my practice is, uh, and it says this in the last chapter of my book, the epilogue, be careful what you want to teach with integrity. The original tradition I was part of in San Francisco in the late 70s was kind of a hardcore alternative psychotherapy, personal growth, the breath work, which we're going to talk about in shows to come. Mm-hmm. But it's very much like you're only as good as what you've been through. Mm-hmm. It's not that academic kind of energetic of knowing the ABCs according to someone else's textbook. It's that life path energetic of having been through issues. And so, um, you know, well into my 40s, I've been get it, doing a good job of exposing myself to getting my own butt kicked so that I understand things. I mm-hmm. mean, I haven't been through menopause, but I have been through things that give me a reservoir of awareness to help even the vulnerability of those kinds of changes, let alone the big stuff like our parents' deaths and our relationship losses and our not knowing how to get what we need in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So in a way, it's like... It'd be fun if my mother was here. She could answer this even better because she says I was doing it since Let's I was hold four. that thought because maybe you know, what we'll do is we'll call her during the break, Peter. Well, we'd have, we to, have, we'd have to have another uh, show host <laughs> that's one of those uh, transmediums types. But, oh, my God. Uh, I don't do go. that kind of work yeah. anymore. I just do more of a grounded, intuitive, <laughs> Let's thing. take a short break. When we come back, we're going to find out why it's so hard to learn self-soothing and how, how, how Peter works with the people that come to him, the many people that come to him. And what it is that you should know. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. You are a wondrous expression of God, source, spirit, universe. How do you let this be fully realized in your everyday physical life? Oriella coaches and teaches people how to awaken their spiritual power. She also releases and replaces what is limiting and holding them back. Her no-nonsense logical approach allows you to fully and easily understand how you can live life more fully, more abundantly, more powerfully by awakening to your spiritual power. For information, visit Awaken to Your Spiritual Power Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie Deleuze has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie Deleuze wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie Deleuze at info at ronniedeleuzeonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie Deleuze, your partner in wellness. What are we attracting in our life and relationships and why? And how can we let go of attracting and being attracted to things that may not serve us? Peter Kane has been facilitating deep relationship work for over 30 years. Author of The Monogamy Challenge, Creating and Keeping Intimacy, Peter is passionate about bringing aliveness into your life and relationships. Contact Peter Kane for counseling, coaching, or breathwork. Visit PeterKane.org. 
or contact Peter Kane at 425-802-2050. As many as 96% of Americans are extremely deficient in iodine. Hi, this is Paul from Sea Earth Nutrition. Thankfully, there's a simple step many of us are already taking to help boost the protective benefits of iodine within the thyroid and literally every cell within our body, Emerald Sea. Emerald Sea is a rich and rare natural source of iodine from the most nutrient-dense species of seaweed on the planet. If there's enough iodine in our bodies, radioactive fallout is no longer able to concentrate in the thyroid and it will simply pass through. This is just one of the many benefits of natural food-based iodine. It not only helps to ensure proper operation of the thyroid and our entire endocrine system, it helps to protect this vital gland from the dangers of radioactive fallout. Knowing this, we can take prudent precautionary steps to protect ourselves and loved ones from any potential radioactive dangers, including those we already face every day. To purchase Emerald Sea, visit C, that's S-E-A, and Earth.com. Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about me, go to drpatlive.com. For more information about my very special guest, relationship expert Peter Kane, you can certainly find out by going to his website, peterkane.org. That's Peter Kane, Kane with a K, peterkane.org. Lots of information, articles there. He's got two blogs uh, and much more. Today, we are we're finding about... Uh, about, out about what self-soothing is. I mean, he is known as the monogamy doctor, and that honestly, that's not an easy title to get to. You know, what that means is he's working with people that are on a day-to-day basis sometimes, sort of on the fringe of that. And in future shows, we'll talk about that. Today, we're talking about self-soothing. And I ask you, why is it hard for people to learn this, Peter? And also, uh, you know, what have you been able to help people with to get through there? I'm sure you see a gazillion people coming through your door, and you probably don't know many of them initially, and who right. knows what they're going to tell you. Well, it, you know, that that's a kind of a abstract yet concrete piece of what you're encouraging me to try to describe there. What comes to mind is we all have some level of grief, that may not be the dominant thing we walk into the door with, but it is for some clients. Let's talk about that. Say, what I was trying to describe earlier is that with my ears and toolkit and, you know, knowing, intuition, I can help people put words to where they're stuck. But let's say it's with grief, for example, they may not need a whole bunch of help putting words to that. They know what that feels like, and they're having a hard time. In a sense, my job can be to to help them adjust to how they're grieving and, in a sense, whether or not they should grieve more or, you know, self-soothe by going out to join a club more. 
or go out with their, let their friends support them more? Or how do they gravitate towards the new parts of their brain that are more on the healing track, uh, self-comforting track, moving through it track? So that's an interesting, you know, just not somewhere in the top 20 list is helping someone get grounded about whether the way they got dumped has led to an obsessive grief pattern versus versus are they kind of more in denial suppressing it. I mean, like psychotherapy kind of assumes, especially back in the 70s and 80s, we assumed that we were all in denial. So it was my job to point out to you where your wound was running. Yeah. That's still a very dominant part of my practice. So let's add that as another example. You know, like, gee, I'm sort of okay, nothing this, nothing that. But we all need help in understanding how those somewhat moderate threads of stress in our life are connected to the bigger wounds. Kind of how to rip that, stir that back up again, and then move on again in a deeper, cleaner way. So that would be one. But the other client that I've become somewhat expert at is okay so the way we got dumped has led to this kind of obsessive grief pattern how do we gravitate through that and and move over to a different track in our thought process and our focus in life you know and i love what you're saying and i want to get really specific uh, a specific example about this you know i had a friend of mine uh tell me that uh Her partner left her, um, and nobody actually knew this, six months ago, uh, because she was diagnosed with a very, very challenging disease and uh, could have been terminal. Uh, You know what happens when the body changes. You Mm -hmm. know, you get sick, the body changes. Mm -hmm. And as a matter of fact, I just actually had this woman as a guest on the show. Um, Body change, finances, you're sick. And, um, you know, some partners are going to stay in there, some husbands, some wives are going to stay in there, and some are going to go. And when they go, it really does create a ripple effect of shame and self-worth, doesn't it? How the heck do you get out of that one? Uh, Self-soothing, breathing, grieving, Mm -hmm. you know, understanding the layers of the grieving process, having uh, someone support you in like those last few tones you put through there, there's some anger that's going to be needed to get out of that shock. Oh, wow, yeah. And so, you know, some comfort getting through that shock and bargaining and and tapping that anger and someone helping to voice that. That's, you know, absolutely. And, I, you know, in, in a way, to me, one of the more concrete things we've said here in the last few minutes is just that there's unique details that go with it. In this case, we're talking about loss. Yeah. That... Add to the complications. Right. You know, like, for example, once about 11 years ago, I got dumped really hard without a phone call. And I was worried about this person for about four weeks before she finally picked up the phone when I called somewhat obsessively. You know, she finally picked up the phone and said, look, you're not getting it. And, you know, I had these other reasons. I was worried about her safety, this other component of her life. So, in other words, four weeks of anxiety Uh, was also part of why that loss went a chunk deeper into my psyche. Right, because you were still emotionally connected. I had a similar client recently where the partner did not return from a vacation. And then 
she didn't have the same fear of uh, the safety that I did, but it was like this suspended state with less closure. I mean, that's a whole nother one is, is, you know, when we're grieving, we need closure. Like my mother's death was way different than my father's. For one, I was 49 years old. And for one, I had been visiting her in assisted living and, yeah. you know, helping with a health thing. Yeah. And, and she and I were like more than complete, you know, yeah. very, yeah, yeah, yeah. very solid. Right. My dad died at age 19 when I was starting to need him more and the rug went out from underneath me. Right. You know, there's those those kinds of poems. And my mother died when I was seven. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, I mean, what I hear you saying is we really have to get to the place where understanding the patterns that are really running our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we hear this all the time. You, you go through a relationship. Uh, I mean, it doesn't even have to be a love relationship. People are getting fired left and right here. You well, want to talk that, about yeah. betrayal well, and, and then getting back out in the game again. Wow. Yeah. Well, regard- wow. We may not have time to put a lot of words to it, but absolutely the kinds of things we're talking about with this word self-soothing involve the addictive process. They also involve just relating in general. Mm-hmm. So let's say you have a new partner. Mm-hmm. There's going to be, you know, in, in with your health and consciousness, there's going to be a discussion of, okay, well, when, when I get a little off related to this seven-year-old death, loss, wound of mine, I tend to, you know, and I don't even know what you tend to do, but you might tend to hermit or be independent or get defensive or get needy. You know, those are the two extremes, right? I go to see a horror film. (laughs) That's basically what I go to do. So, so, and then in that education, you're essentially teaching that partner the good parts of how you self-soothe, the less effective parts of how you self-soothe, and how to work with that so you guys don't misinterpret your addiction to horror films. Or totally, totally addicted. <laughs> I'm going to tell you up front, that is the truth of me. Um, well, but I grew up on them. So, you know, I mean, here's another perfect example. For those of you listening to the show and you're thinking, really, she does this? Look at when my dad remarried my stepmom, that was... That was a horror film for me uh-huh. early on. So what would I do on Saturdays instead of staying home? I would I would walk five miles to get to the movie theater, and let's call them science fiction. You know, whatever right, right, they right. were. That was my soothing. It, you see what it's, I'm saying? It's funny, and, and we must say that my friends and my children could echo how little suspense and tension. I take in a movie. I do not do horror one bit. I barely like, I don't even really like thrillers. I barely like the part of the movie where the character's screwing up their life. So you are not going to go to the movies with me this weekend to see Zoe Zaldana in Colombiana. I don't have time. <laughs> I don't have time to see anything but the no, good dramas either. and chick flicks. I, I don't either. But what you're saying is, I mean, all of these pieces are related. And you've got to get to it. And get it as a system and learn who you are and how you self-soothe. You know? You've got to get to it. Um, Peter, thank you for joining me here today. Uh, what's your personal message? What do you want to leave our listeners with today? It, if you are ang- Let's go to anxiety right now. You know, th- There's a lot of chaos going on. It, I really truly feel that it's not just like this. It's fair to say that these are challenging times in very many different ways the 
we need to slow down, do one thing at a time. Remember to take care of yourself. You know, how do you do that? Bath, walk, you know, activities, being present with yourself, patience. I think that would probably be like the, the, the recipe of the week is patience, you know, followed by patience. Give it time. And please register for on my blog because there's going to be some neat things coming up there. But uh, PeterCain.org is the website, blog.PeterCain.org. All right. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Benny, for a great day. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. We'll see you next time. Trouble.